Hello everyone, welcome back to Precious Corner with me, your host, Naledi. I hope that everyone has been doing well and has been continuing and ending the year with great strides, right? I can't believe that we are in the 11th month of the year. It's been such a long year. Like, I feel like for everyone, it's really been such a long year and we definitely have to pat ourselves at the back and tell ourselves how proud we are of ourselves for making it this far guys like because life can rock us but in the same breath life can be very beautiful right thank you to everyone who keeps on listening to the previous episodes um the last episode that i did was a life update really about life in the past year considering that i literally had to stop podcasting because life was really getting hectic but i'm back now and i'm quite happy i'm quite happy really to be to be back and doing this thing and i really hope that we all grow together and we all share the word of god in the many ways that god has chosen us to do it right um yeah let's get into today's message i could talk a lot guys about how difficult or how bumpy life has been in the past year but i think i'll do that in another life update because like i said in the previous episode that there's too much to unpack and not enough time but more than anything instead of focusing on the past i really want to focus on the present and in the present today we are going to be talking about joseph right and joseph is really quite a a familiar story right and i feel like a lot of people use joseph as as a way to motivate like or let me say that say it like this a lot of christians use the parable well the story of joseph to motivate us into thinking that life literally goes from the pit to the palace and with joseph it kind of also went the same way but you know sometimes life doesn't always go that way but anyway joseph's story motivated me and it has been on my heart for some weeks now but i'm only just sharing it now because i don't know it's it 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 relates considering the life update that i did last week i think after i spoke about the things that i spoke about i got to actually start thinking about joseph a lot and in a nutshell right joseph is the last born yes he is the last born and not only is he the last born joseph is his father's favorite child and i say this because well the bible does say that 
Joseph was his father's youngest and he took care of the sheep and the goats with his brothers, right? And he had this special coat that was made for him by his father. Um, I don't know if it was to show favor to him or it served as an anointing type of thing. I don't know. But yes, in a nutshell, he has a dream, right? And in this dream, Joseph dreams about sheaves of wheat. And as the last one, as the last born at his home, Joseph has this dream and he dreams of his sheaves of wheat standing straight up and the other his brother's sheaves of wheat they circle around him and they bow down to to joseph's one so joseph was definitely like loki not even loki but he was definitely telling his his brothers that there will come a day when you all will bow down to me, you know. And it was a prophetic dream, I believe, that God gave to Joseph because that is exactly what happened in Joseph's life at the end. Um, Joseph becomes king of Egypt and his brothers literally come to bow before him. And the thing is that even with David as well, Right, David was chosen and anointed. And as soon as jo David was chosen and anointed, he went back to tend to his sheep. And so with Joseph, obviously when you have a dream like that and you're 17 years old, you literally think that you are going to go to, you know, straight to that place where you get to be bowed down to. You know, or let me, let me not say it like that. Straight to the place where you get to be as important. And when you become important, and in this sense, we can say that a lot of us have dreams that God has given to us or visions that God has given to us. And I'm like, I'm one of those people, right? There's a certain vision that God gave me in 2020. And for some reason, I literally thought that things would be quite easy receiving after receiving that vision simply because um, the vision painted a very clear picture of what God wanted from me. And so with Joseph, man, straight from having a vision such as that he literally starts to go to his worst nightmare because the brothers get so jealous and when they get jealous and when they get jealous they literally derive or come up with a plan that would rock joseph for the rest of his life joseph gets sold into slavery right and how they did it was they initially, his brothers wanted to kill him. But one of the brothers, Reuben, said that they shouldn't kill him. Instead, they should sell him to the, the Ishmaelites that were passing by who were going to Egypt for 20 pieces of silver. 
And they took his coat, his favorite coat that was given to him by his dad, and they ripped it and dipped it. They killed a goat and they dipped it in the goat's blood and made it seem as if Joseph was eaten or, well, shredded to pieces in this case. Well, in this scenario, right, I think one of the things that we could definitely learn is to be careful of the people we tell our dreams to or our visions to. The thing is that people, it could literally be your best friend and or your your own siblings in the case of Joseph, you know. But there's always a way for the enemy to come in and create and put that doubt, that seed of of doubt in one of the people that you told or put that seed of jealousy, you know, because unfortunately we are human beings and we are all capable of jealousy. It's what we do with the jealousy that, that, that could actually kill the dream, you know? So we have to be very careful about who we share the dreams we have with. For me, the dream I shared, um, the, the vision that God gave me, I shared it with the people, the two people who were going to be involved in the, in the vision, you know, who are going to be involved in building the, and bringing the vision forth. I think that way it's much better because Joseph was young and at such a young age, you don't really know, or you never really think that even though your siblings might not like you, but you never really think that they could do anything to harm you, Right. But moving forward, so Joseph gets sold into slavery for 20 pieces of silver and he was sold to Potiphar. Potiphar was the Egyptian officers, well, the captain of the palace guard. And you'd think that that's the worst thing that could literally happen to Joseph, but more happens. And... I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? The thing about Joseph is that I don't think that if, okay, the whole scenario, the whole story is very dramatic. And I think that it could have happened in a less dramatic way. But at the same time, if you think about it, Joseph would not have gone to Egypt and brought forth the vision that God gave to him. And that was bringing God to the people of Egypt. And that was bringing a new kingdom order to the people of Egypt, you know, um, something that they didn't have before. And if we think about it, if God had came to Joseph and told Joseph to go to Egypt and, you know, to work for Potiphar and do all of these things, I don't think that Joseph would have went. Because he would be leaving a place where he's highly favored, where he enjoys the favor of his father, where he is his father's best friend and his father's favorite child. And he finds comfort and safety in his father, right? And so God orchestrated I can say, orchestrated 
or uses uses okay let me say it like this sometimes sometimes the things that happen in our life that remove us from one place of safety and comfort into a place of obscurity and a place of uncertainty and a place that seems like it's you're going to get destroyed in it's because we we would have never moved by ourselves and so the one thing that i believe that joseph learned throughout his journey was understanding and knowing that yes you might have the favor of your earthly father but at the end of the day god is the one who gives the favor god is the one who is to be praised and to be glorified you know and one thing that joseph also learned is the fact that when you have god in any and every kind of situation you literally have everything because in in <clears throat> chapter 39 of genesis right verse 2 it literally says the lord was with joseph and made him successful so much so that he lived in the house of his egyptian master who saw that the lord was with joseph and had made him successful in everything that he did as soon as joseph <clears throat> excuse me as soon as joseph got to egypt and was sold into slavery i think one of the things that he did was to decide to work and to be diligent in his work because i cannot imagine how slaves are treated and how they are made objects you know so to avoid all of that joseph made sure that he worked and he didn't only just work but he worked diligently and this is something that he learned while he was tending to the sheep and the goats while he's he was looking after them for his father and i think that's one of the things that his father loved about him was that he was working you know he was constantly working and not just working but he was um successfully carrying out his tasks with diligence and so even with us you know when we get to seasons of obscurity and we get to seasons of uncertainty instead of doing the things that we did in our seasons of comfort we stop and we choose to worry and we choose to cry and we choose to do this and we choose to ask god why i'm guilty of this as well instead of continuing with the work that was placed in my hands and understanding and knowing that even in my season of obscurity the lord will be with me and he will make me successful so god made joseph successful so much so that joseph moved in with potiphar like in the mansion in the palace you know <clears throat> excuse me you know i've been i have such a dry cough but anyway but the thing is that whenever we get to places of 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 comfort or we level up we then start to relax and that is not a good thing to do because the moment you relax the moment the devil finds his way again and in this case he found his way through 
Potiphar's wife who tried to make who tried to sleep with Joseph but Joseph didn't want to sleep with with Potiphar and I can understand guys Joseph is still young I think by this time he's probably in his, his early 20s and here is this old and here is this old cougar wanting to take advantage of you know of 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 a young man but Potiphar just decided not Potiphar his wife decided to frame um to frame who's this Joseph because Joseph did not want to do the thing that um that that she wanted him to do and in cases like this guys you know when in life when you think that you're out of your season of obscurity and then you end up back in a deeper season of obscurity and uncertainty i think joseph was getting relieved because he was leveling up but the thing is that after he he leveled up potiphar's wife came and made things worse for him so much so that he landed in prison because he was there was a uh, potiphar's wife lied about him and it does happen that when you think that things are going well again and then something goes horribly bad and you're like in a much more worse situation than you were before you even started, you know. And then we develop these thoughts of thinking that we don't deserve good things and thinking that, you know what, my life is going too good. I think something wrong might might happen. And then something wrong does happen. And in those times, I think we can learn to be like Joseph. And we can learn to, to be positive, number one. And number two, to keep our devotion with God. And to keep our relationship with God. Because the thing with Joseph right in this moment was that Joseph, whether he was with his father, whether he was sold into slavery, whether he, he upgraded and went into the palace, whether he went down again into the prison, the one thing that remained constant was his relationship with God that he kept. I'm not saying that it was perfect. I am sure that there were days when he was scared like all of us. There were days when he was angry like all of us. But he knew that if God is for me, who can be against me? That if the weapons can form, it doesn't mean that the weapons will prosper. And, you know, the one thing that I, I think Joseph kept was the fact that the Lord was with Joseph because it says in Genesis 39 verse 21, but the Lord was with Joseph and blessed him so that the jailer was pleased with him. <laughs> one thing that we need to know and that we need to keep in our spirit is that regard in your season of obscurity, in your season of uncertainty, in your season of not knowing what in the world is happening or when things are very bad, it does not erase the favor of God. It does not erase the presence of God. It does not erase 
God and Holy Spirit and Jesus in your life. And God made things a bit easier for Joseph, you know, because Joseph found favor wherever he went. I mean, imagine a whole jailer being pleased with you. But the jailer was not just pleased with Joseph just because Joseph had the favor of God. But it was because Joseph worked even then. So Joseph worked when he was tending to his father's goats and livestock and all of those things. He worked when he was a slave. He worked when he was in the palace with Potiphar and his wife. He worked even when he was in jail. Joseph worked. And Joseph did the thing that he was very consistent in the things that needed to be done. And so Joseph made himself an indispensable asset in every season that he was. So in every season that Joseph was, Joseph worked on his personal development. And I think that was the one thing that kept him sane considering what was happening. But more than anything, Joseph's consistency is one for the books. Anyway, after Joseph comes well he was he, he wasn't out of jail yet but he he gets into jail and joseph was responsible for everything that the jailer had to do and joseph was successful in the work that he was carrying it carrying out and so god takes it a step further and now joseph is able to interpret dreams. I don't think it's a thing that just came about. Maybe it was a gift that God had given to him, but because he stayed in the presence of God, now the gift comes in. So Joseph is able to interpret one of the prisoner's dreams, right? And he gets betrayed so badly when he was in prison because, um, he interpreted a dream for one of the people, you know, um, the wine steward and the chief baker. They both had a dream and Joseph interpreted for them. And what Joseph asked from one of them was that if you are let go, please talk to the I think it was Potiphar. Please talk to Potiphar for me or the king for me so that he so that he releases me you know and he doesn't get released instead they forget about him so he has his hopes crushed again because now he was thinking that he's finally getting out of jail but he wasn't finally getting out of jail now he gets betrayed and that's the thing about ministry i think well about life in general is that we tend to to put our trust in people and people will always choose themselves it's it's really it's natural instinct right but I think in this case where Joseph put his hope in someone and he was disappointed, God was literally saying to Joseph that 
Put your trust in me. They are not the ones who are going to get you out of this thing. But I will do it. And I will do it in such a way that it will bring glory to the kingdom of God. And the wine steward, he never gave Joseph another thought. He he really forgot about Joseph. And I can imagine that it literally like two years go by. And I can imagine how... Some days Joseph tried to keep the hope, but some days Joseph was really defeated because like really um, the wine steward got what he wanted and he forgot the person who held the leather, the ladder for him to climb out. And that's how life is, right? Um, we get, we, you, you get to help a lot of people in life, but there's always just that, that thing of having people forget about you when you need them you know but the constant theme during the 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 these events in Joseph's life is that Joseph must not should not have forgotten that when you have God you have all that you need so what happens now is that a famine comes you know and when a famine, when the, the king has a dream, right? He has a dream about seven cows um, that were fat and seven cows that were thin and bony. And they came and stood with the other cows and the, the, the thin cows, they ate the fat cows. So the king couldn't understand exactly what was happening um, in the dream. So he wanted an interpreter. You know, and he was worried and he sent for the magicians and he sent for the wise men and he sent all for all of these people to come and tell him what the dream means. But none of these people um, were, were able to interpret the dream. And finally, the wine steward remembers Joseph. And after remembering Joseph, Joseph interprets the dream. And the thing is that Joseph doesn't only give an answer for the dream about what the dream meant, right? But he also brings God to the king because um, Joseph says that in, in chapter 41 verse, um, what's this? Verse 16, Joseph answers, God will give a favorable interpretation. So Joseph does not forget to talk about God. And I think every situation in, and, and every season in our lives is an opportunity for us to bring people closer to God. And that's what Joseph did, you know. After the, the, the dream was interpreted by, by, by Joseph... Um, the king wanted to know more about God. And before, before, um, man, I lost my train of thought. Oh yes. Before Joseph was set free from prison, the king got to know God and God was represented in a way that was very undeniable to the king. And you can imagine what that did. It was literally another soul saved. And after that, Joseph was set free and Joseph was appointed into a higher position. Um, 
he was told to choose some men with wisdom and insight and joseph was put in charge of the entire country guys from the prison to being in charge of the entire country that is levels you know and i don't think that god could have done this or joseph could have been put in charge of the whole country if you know um what's this if if the wine steward did not forget about him because god i think i think guys god is very i don't know but i think that um the wine steward forgot about joseph because god knew that he was going to give the king a dream because had joseph went and 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 had the wine steward went and told the king about joseph nothing extraordinary would have happened then unlike now joseph solved a riddle solved a dream interpreted a dream that was literally troubling the king of egypt and the reward was so high that joseph got put he got put like he he got put he was in charge man he was in charge of the entire country and that is only something that god can make happen and like i said before that the main the constant lessons in the story of joseph it's really it's 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 long it's in chapter 38 until i think 40, 42 and the main the main themes actually it's 43 but the main themes of this the story of joseph is literally ab- about not forsaking god because god does not forsake us number 2 as difficult as it may be in and out of season guys trust in god trust in god i know it's it's difficult like i am currently in a season of obscurity and nothing makes sense and there's nothing that i can do except for the work that god has placed in my hands and that's one thing that we should not never forget is the fact that regardless of the situation or the season that you're in god is all that you need because everyone forsaked joseph his father thought he's dead and he probably spent all of his days mourning you know and i think it's a it's as as dark as it may seem but it was very necessary for joseph's father jacob to mourn joseph because the 17 year old joseph that he thought he knew well that he knew actually and the joseph that emerged as the man in charge of the country are very two different human beings because one has gone through a lot and one has you know um the the teenage joseph was very protective and had not gone through life and the other joseph the older joseph is the joseph that is refined the joseph that is 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 his character has been shaped the joseph that is very different that runs the country you know that brings god to the people in a way that nobody can ever imagine so 
he had to mourn joseph so that when he meets the new joseph he understands with his whole heart that only god could do to joseph what has happened to joseph and only god could make the joseph that emerged out of the prison and so take these thoughts guys take joseph's story it's very difficult in the beginning when you get sold into slavery you know um not literally but figuratively when you leave your place of comfort and you suddenly have a new place to stay in whether inside or outside but it's very difficult and life is very it can be very disappointing and things may not work out the way that you want to things may even fall apart guys and in the next season things might pick up again and you might find yourself in the palace you know only for things to fall apart again and if bring you to a place where you are even more worse than when you started but please know that the you that god creates the you that emerges out of that season all of those seasons in the pit in slavery in the in the palace in the prison god has never forgotten about you god will never forget about you and more than anything god is always with you and just as the, each chapter says um it says that god was with joseph and made joseph successful even with you as well god is with you and god will make you successful keep working don't give up do the things that god has called you to do even when it doesn't make sense i promise you you will be put in charge of a country figuratively and some of you even literally but it will all pay out it will really all make sense one day and man it will be a story that you can tell a testimony that you can tell to other people in seasons who are in their seasons of uncertainty in their seasons of obscurity you can be a help and a guide but don't give up on god be like joseph let god be the constant thing in your life when it's good be with god when it's bad be with god when it's terrible be with god don't give up on your relationship with god despite it all and more than anything don't allow yourself to give into whatever anger or manipulate or whatever emotion that you may be feeling in that time try to tune it out and try to tune in the word of god try to tune in the presence of god if there's anything that that you definitely just want to get off your chest talk to god about it don't look to people don't be like joseph who looked to the wine steward to get him out of prison but look to god look to god look to god guys it is difficult i know this more than anyone else <laughs> well not more than anyone else but like man i'm going through it right now and 
I realize that a lot of the messages that I share, I share because I'm literally going through the thing right now and it's not pretty. I don't even know where I am. I don't know if I've just been sold into slavery or I've just been in, thrown in the pit or I've just been, you know, in the palace because it don't feel like the palace. I don't know if I'm in the prison as well, but I'm somewhere. I'm somewhere, but the the comforting thing is that I might be somewhere, but I know that I'm with God and God is with me and God will make me successful and I will find favor with the people that I'm doing the work with, that I'm doing the work for. I hope that this message comforts you or helps you in one or another way or even if you know someone going through the same thing just know that it gets better it gets better and god is always with you with that being said everyone thank you again for tuning into this message if you have not tuned into the other messages go back and go listen give them a listen and share them as much as possible with that being said, I love you guys. I hope that you guys end the year well. This is not my my final podcast for the year. I have literally just started. Um, but yes, I am going to be doing a couple of projects that I'm very excited to share with you guys um, as time goes on. And please, guys, pray for me. Pray for me to be consistent because I have quite a a difficult time with being consistent but i'm getting to it okay in the name of jesus girl i will be delivered <laughs> okay guys um thank you once again and i hope that you do enjoy the rest of your day the rest of your week the rest of your month and the rest of your year do it big live big live right i love you guys